Hey, welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius Podcast, where winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football league. Happy Monday to everybody out there. Hopefully you have a fantastic Monday. Hopefully your weekend was a good one. Hopefully you got that W. And if you have not secured that W in your season-long leagues, you have a shot with someone going tonight and that player going hopefully has a monster game for you or you avoid the monster game if, you, if you're going against somebody from tonight's game as the New York Giants take on the San Francisco 49ers to close out Week 10. That's right. Week 10 means we are getting closer and closer to Thanksgiving. One of my favorite times is we have turkey, football, family, and fun. And with, with Thanksgiving around the corner, with us starting the double-digit weeks. That means the season-long playoffs are just around the corner, and we have just a few more weeks to make that playoff push, and hopefully we can help you make the right moves and the right decisions to make that push and make your season-long fantasy playoffs to have a shot at the trophy in 2018. Today on the podcast, we will talk about injuries that occurred this past weekend, players that didn't suit up and got hurt during the game itself, We'll give you waiver wire options of at running back, at wide receiver, at tight end. We'll give you a, a, streaming off, a streaming defense and a streaming quarterback to pick up this week. We'll also talk about a few players that if you're looking to make a move, players that you can drop and feel comfortable dropping and not have to worry about it. And we'll close out the podcast taking a look at DraftKings and, DraftKings and FanDuel's single-game slate, mega prize pool. That's right, six figures on both sites. Big paydays for somebody taking home that top prize. How can we be contrarian? We'll take a look at both sides on how to be a little more contrarian and share that top prize with fewer people than the thousands of people that likely happen on a weekly basis. So let's jump right into the podcast. Let's take a look at some injuries. Let's first take a look at players that didn't suit up and were inactive heading into week 10 at quarterback. Likely names that were probably looked at as more of a two quarterback league than you're seeing a quarterback league. Josh Allen, Ryan Tannehill spent plenty, many, many weeks on this inactive list. They continue to sit out. But Sam Darnold was the bigger name of the group there at quarterback. Darnold suffered a foot injury and he was unable to play in week 10 at running back. We saw a familiar face this year finally get taken off that list as we saw Leonard Fournette finally suit up for the Jacksonville Jaguars. After playing just a couple quarters this year, he finally finished the game and had a nice game getting, in this, getting, in the, getting touchdowns twice this week as he likely helped you if you started him get your win and hopefully he did not uh, put you in too big of a hole and you have a shot at making the playoffs and now it's like picking up a player off the waiver wire moving forward your first round pick is finally back in your lineups hopefully he has not dug you too deep in that hole running backs that we did see not play this week we saw chris carson chris ivory ronald jones and chris thompson all not suit up for their respective teams at wide receiver big name that we saw there was aj green he's likely going to miss a couple weeks with that toe injury we also saw jamison crowder taiwan taylor robbie anderson tory smith and Pierre Garcon won't play tonight. Randall Cobb, another big name that did not suit up for their teams in Week 10. Speaking of wide receivers, we also saw Des Bryant, newly acquired by the New Orleans Saints, suffered his Achilles injury during his first practice last week. His season is over. What the Saints have done 
We'll talk about that a little later. They did. They sound like they are going to sign Brandon Marshall. We'll talk about that a little later after we talk about waiver wires this week. Tight ends, we continue to see Rob Gronkowski miss time with that back injury. Seems like the physical play of his that he's played his whole entire career has finally caught up to him. He just can't stay healthy, but I think the Patriots are doing the right thing by keeping him out and making sure he is healthy for your playoff push in your fantasy leagues. Hopefully, just like Leonard Fournette, though, he doesn't put you in too big of a hole. Players that left this past week due to injury... Uh, we saw plenty of big-name players go down. Julian Edelman suffered an ankle injury and lost to Tennessee. Martavis Bryant left the game against the Chargers with a knee injury. Sounds like he's going to miss a couple weeks. He's not the player that uh, he was in, in Pittsburgh. He's more of a third receiver on that team. Likely not a, not a player you use moving on your roster. But if you play in deep leagues, he might be someone that people look at to start. You might, you're not going to have his... Um, his services for the next couple weeks sounds like Marvin Jones suffered a knee injury at the game against Chicago. James Connor suffered a concussion injury. We'll talk a little more about that concussion in a second here. Um, we also saw Carrion Johnson go down with an ankle injury. He would return to the game, but the, the ankle injury has him questionable this week. Got to wonder how he what what will impact him on the on the game moving forward. And we saw Cooper Cup suffer a devastating ACL injury. Sounds like he is done for the season. As of recording this podcast, early reports are that he is indeed done for the season. And the uh, what, what an injury that he suffered against the Broncos a few weeks back suffered again. And his 2018 season sounds like it's done. If that's the case, if you are a Cup owner, <coughs> excuse me. Look at Josh Reynolds to pick up. Obviously, you're not going to have the same impact as Cup had, but in that offense, Reynolds can have an impact for your team and that team moving forward. Going back to that Connor injury, with the concussion, he's now going to have to go through and uh, pass the NFL's concussion protocol, which isn't always as easy as it might sound. This is a different day and age with the concussions. Players have to go through and make sure that they are fine, which is great for the sport but it's tougher to get back on the field as it was in the past. And with the news that Le'Veon Bell won't report this week, that means Bell will not play in 2018. That means James, James Conner is the number one option there in Pittsburgh. And if he can't go today, this week, then who takes over that role? And will that running back be able to take over Conner just like Conner took over Bell? And is it truly a running back by committee there? It doesn't matter who it is. You just put him back there in place. We saw that with D'Angelo Williams when, he, when Bell wouldn't play. We're seeing it with Connor this year. I think Connor is a really good running back, but that offense seems to roll no matter who the running back is. Hopefully Connor can get back in there with that concussion. Hopefully he clears it quickly. He's young, but these head injuries are nothing to joke around with. Got to make sure he's, he's ready to go uh, get on the field, and, and, and I wish him luck that he can get back on the field. And hopefully, as a season-long owner, he gets out there quickly and hopefully this week to help us get that playoff push. And as we talked about earlier, I talked about the uh, Brandon. Um, I talked about the Des Bryant, uh, Brandon Marshall with Bryant out for the year. Brandon Marshall's got signed by the New Orleans Saints. I wasn't high on Des Bryant as a fantasy player this year. I thought it was a much better signing by the by the Saints as a team, not fantasy wise. I think Brandon Marshall's even a lesser version. I think it's a decent signing because you have that jump ball threat in the red zone. But season long, I don't think it's going to matter. 
Brandon Marshall's not going to have an impact for this team. It's not going to take away from the Michael Thomases, the Alvin Kamaras, the Mark Ingram. It's not going to take away from those kind of players. It might take away a little bit by Taquan Smith. might take a little bit away from Benjamin Watson. But I don't think, just like I thought about Des Bryant, it's not going to be a big impact for the, for the lesser version of the offense. And it's definitely not going to impact the stars of that offense. And with Des Bryant, it was going to make Drew Brees that much better. I don't think um, Brandon Marshall is going to have much of an impact at all. I think he's there just for a big body for the red zone target kind of thing. Again, I think it's a great move for the Saints. It doesn't hurt to bring in another mouth to feed there. It puts another player on the field that people have to worry about, especially in the red zone. But for season long or DFS or any kind of fantasy football that you play, I don't think it impacts that team much as it is right now. That team is rolling, and I continue, they continue to roll. And the players that are getting them where they are now and we're getting you in season long where they are now, that's going to continue on moving forward. Don't feel like the signing of Brandon Marshall is how, will have an impact to any of your players that you have on your current rosters. Every week I put out a Monday morning water cooler, talks about waiver wire options for your season-long leagues, talks about streaming defenses and streaming quarterbacks. Also, we talk about the injuries. Um, for the, it's a premium article for $5 a week, $29.99 for the entire season. You can get this along with other DFS and season-long articles. Um, I'll give you a couple options of the waiver wires that we have in the list. I'll also give you a streaming defense and a streaming quarterback. A couple of waiver wire options I'm looking at this week are a couple of Broncos rookies. We talked about last week, and we talked about for the last few weeks, actually, about Cortland Sutton. If you have not rushed out to pick up Sutton in your, in your league, what are you waiting for? He is going to have an impact for this team right away. He's a player that I think moving forward can, can win someone their fantasy Super Bowl. He has that kind of upside. I think he's going to have an impact for this team in the second half. Cortland Sutton should be added in 100% of leagues. PPR and standard, I think Sutton should be 100% owned in everything, every league, and he'll be a popular pickup if he hasn't already been popular in the first place. I'm also looking at Royce Freeman of the Denver Broncos. Again, with the Broncos likely done, the, the, the season done, they're going to want to get a look at their young players, especially their rookies. Um, and Royce Freeman was a player that going into the drafts, I was very high on. I thought he'd come in and he would be the number one option. Obviously, I was right about a rookie being the number one option. I just didn't know it was going to be Philip Lindsay. I, felt, I thought Lindsay would be more of an 8-10 to 10 touch player. Freeman would be more of a 15-18 to 18 type player. That Those roles might be reversed. Philip Lindsay is more of the 15 to 18 touches. Royce Freeman, I think, still going to get six to eight, eight to ten, something like that, in the second half of the season. And I think once he comes back from that high ankle sprain, he can have an impact for your season-long leagues. If you have the roster space, I would definitely look at picking up Royce Freeman of the Denver Broncos. If you're looking at a tight end, again, tight end has been very weak this year. Not our, the typical. Uh, usually, we see a, a fairly deep tight end pull this week. Take away the Zach Ertz, the um, Travis Kelseys, the uh, George Kittles. Take away the elite talents of the of the world. Even Rob Gronkowski has been a disappointment this year. You take away those elite talents, the tight end pull has not been as big as it has been in scenes past. Uh, I think Jeff Hireman of the Broncos, very popular theme here of the Broncos. I think Hireman can have a, an impact the second half of the season. Vance McDonald of Pittsburgh Steelers shown that he's 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 capable of putting up big big names. And uh, another player that I'm looking at is Dallas Godert of the Philadelphia Eagles. He's a player that if the team did decide to go with the two tight ends, I think he can have a, uh, a, a game here and there where he has a pretty decent-sized impact for the Philadelphia Eagles. 
And if you listen to me before the season, I talked about streaming a quarterback, streaming a defense. I'm not the one that likes to pick up a Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady in the drafts. I'm just not going to spend that high of a draft pick. So I'm looking at the middle-tier quarterbacks or I'm looking at streaming a quarterback for the season. One option I'm looking at for streaming a quarterback, if that's the way you're going, is look at Dak Prescott taking on the Atlanta Falcons. I think that game could be a sneaky shootout between the Falcons and the Cowboys, and Prescott might be looked at to throw the ball more often in Atlanta, and we know the Falcons' defense is not that great, especially against the pass. And again, just like streaming a quarterback, if you listen to me during the regular before the drafts, I am a, a, a player that doesn't use an early pick or a mid-range pick or anything on a defense. I wait to my final two picks to take a kicker and a defense. I think you should do the same. Take a look at the Los, Los Angeles Rams. They were the number one defense coming into the league. A lot of people reached for them. A lot of, a lot of people reached for their defense. They took the Rams. They took the Jags early. Both those defenses are not playing well. Both those defenses have been a disappointment. If you listen to me in streaming a defense every week, you're sitting better than those Los Angeles Rams because obviously you don't want to get rid of them. you got to pick up a second one, and I think you never should carry two defenses on your roster. Defense I'm looking at this week for a streaming is Arizona Cardinals against the Oakland Raiders. As we found out, the Oakland Raiders are finished this year. The team is bad. They're looking forward to their trip to Oakland where they, where they, move, where they, I'm sorry, where they leave Oakland and head to Vegas. The team is not going to contend for anything anytime soon they're a bad offense stream the stream your defense against the Raiders and this week you have a pretty good defense in Arizona Cardinals I think the Cardinals could finish and likely will finish the week as the number one defense for week 11 if you need the roster space and you have a, and you need to drop a few players, a few names that I'm comfortable with, with dropping again when I say drop a player doesn't mean you have to drop that player I'm just talking about if you need to drop somebody, feel free to drop them and not have to worry about it. Jamal Williams, Anthony Miller, Pierre Garcon, Derrick Henry. Those are the players I'm looking at on dropping. Yes, Derrick Henry had a decent game against the New England Patriots. But again, I don't want anything to do with that, with that uh, backfield in Tennessee. And if I'm picking one or the other, I'm still going Deion Lewis in that backfield. But again, I'm not looking at either one of those options there in Tennessee. And we will f- close out the podcast talking about the single-game slate over on DraftKings and FanDuel. That's right. For the price of a lunch, a fairly expensive lunch, $9 or $10, you can have your shot of winning six figures on either site. FanDuel, with their $100,000 top prize, $9 entry fee, you're playing against 79,000-plus people. And over on DraftKings, quarter million dollars for first place, a million dollars in prize pool money, $10 $10 entry fee. You're playing against 117,000 people, so you got to be very contrarian if you're looking to take home the number one prize by yourself. You're likely not going to take it home by yourself, but splitting it with a handful of people is much better than splitting with thousands of your best friends that you don't know. Although first place is first place, winning is winning. <clears throat> if you have a shot of winning top prize, how can you do it? How can you win it on both sides? Let's first take a look at FanDuel. Uh, FanDuel, you, uh, the MVP slot is their one and a half times their points, so you get you get uh, one and a half times points that they score in the game. But there's no difference. That's the one thing between DraftKings and FanDuel. DraftKings, we'll talk about a little later here. But you pay one and a half times the salary for the player. Or FanDuel, you the price is a price. You don't have to worry about price if you have not played on FanDuel or DraftKings. This might sound like a different language to you, but if you have played these games. These games are very fun. It's, it's a big-time game because you're playing the one-game slate. A lot of plenty, plenty of teams are going to be the same. 
But to be contrarian, I think you need to uh, avoid Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham in that MVP spot. Again, you're not getting uh, penalized for the salary, so the salary is a salary. So everybody's going to – if you can fit Barkley or you can, or you can, or you can fit Odell Beckham in the MVP, you're going to throw them in there. I think that's very popular what they're going to do. Even George Kittle or Marquez Goodwin, those kind of players you can look in there. So maybe throwing a Nick Mullins at the MVP spot will be a little less owned than Barkley or Odell Beckham. That's one way I'm looking at being a little contrarian. <clears throat> also looking to be contrarian by with Pierre Garcon out of the lineup. Look at Kendrick Bourne to possibly have a little more of an impact on that team. Um, the last two games that he's played, um, two weeks ago he had 10 targets, 7 receptions for 71 yards. Last week, he got a touchdown off of two targets. If he can have a decent impact, if he can get a couple th- balls thrown his way, catch one or two of them, maybe even get in the end zone, he obviously is going to crush his value. He, that's a chance that you can possibly be different. And I'm liking the way of maybe going with the San Francisco onslaught. The Giants are not a good team. It seems like they're packing it in. Who knows if this is the last week for Eli Manning to be quarterback. So if that's the case, do the offense, do they even want to play that hard because knowing that he's not going to be the starting quarterback next week, um, you got to wonder on what, what this offense is thinking right now in, in, in the Giants. Come, it can come out a couple different ways. Come out where they come out flat. Come out where they come out with guns ablaze and they start to really throw the ball around and they dominate the game. I think it's the the the, pro, the first one. I think they come out flat. They come out uh, not looking good. But I'm also not going to fade Saquon Barkley or Odell Beckham completely. I'm not going to have them in my MVP spot, but I'm going to definitely have one or the other in my flex and go with four San Francisco's to one giant. And that one giant's going to either be Barkley or Odell Beckham over on, on FanDuel. And if you really want to be contrarian, maybe you go with a George Kittle at the MVP and fade both Barkley and Odell Beckham and go with like a Sterling Shepard and hope Shepard catches a, a couple long bombs and all of a sudden all the players that have Barkley and Odell Beckham fall down the list because of Shepard being the number one option. I'm not that high on that, but that's another way of being different over there on FanDuel. Again, FanDuel's is $9 entry fee, 79,000 plus people enter. The top prize is $100,000. So if you want to win it all by yourself, you've got to be very contrarian. So you've got to think outside the box. That's a couple of different ways that I'm looking at attacking the FanDuel one-game slate tonight. Over on DraftKings, a little different. Um, where FanDuel has five spots, you're looking at six flexes and a captain spot. Again, the captain spot, you're paying one and a half times the salary, but you're also getting one and a half times the points and a little different on fan on DraftKings is they also have defenses where FanDuel doesn't have defenses and their kickers are priced down a little more on DraftKings than they are over on FanDuel. I think kickers are a really way to guarantee points on your team, but I'm not very high on the Giants kicker, but I do love Robbie Gold tonight. Thinking about maybe even using him as a captain spot, and all of a sudden, if it's, if it's a field goal game, you're getting uh, decent points out of the field goal kicker in your captain spot. But the way that I'm probably going to attack the captain spot is going middle of the road, going with George Kittle, the captain spot. Again, I think with the name value, Barkley and Odell Beckham are obviously going to be very popular on DraftKings just for name value. And if people are going to spend down, they're going to go with someone like Matt Breda or they're going to go with uh, Sterling Shepard, Marquez Goodwin, something like that in the captain spot. And all of a sudden... George Kittle, who is probably the number one option there in San Francisco, gets overlooked at his captain spot. If he has the best day of all the players, you're sitting nice with a fairly contrarian captain 
player, if he can somehow outshine Beckham and Barkley, all of a sudden those players, those teams are dropping down a little bit, and you can still play one or the other if you can drop down and play a couple values. One value, it's like we talked on FanDuel, I'm looking at maybe going 100% Kendrick Bourne tonight. I just think with no Pierre Garcon, the ball has to go to somebody, and I think Bourne can maybe have a splash play or maybe a couple splash plays. And if you really want to get tricky, maybe put Bourne in your captain spot and play all the players. So if you put Kendrick Bourne in your captain spot, all of a sudden you get a chance. You can play both Odell Beckham, uh, Saquon Barkley, George Kittle, and um, either Matt Breda or Sterling Shepard. And all of a sudden you have all the players of the game but you're hoping that you have a big game out of your uh, very cheap. But even even if he only catches a couple of balls, you're getting all the players where most players are going to have to pick between two or three instead of all four of them. That's another way of being contrarian is to throw someone really, really cheap in the, in the captain spot and getting all the star players and hoping for maybe a shootout and not sh- seeing a field goal game. But my gut tells me it's going to be a field goal game. I'm looking at both field goal kickers. I'm looking at San Francisco defense, and I'm looking at maybe going to onslaught with the San Francisco 49 and playing either Barkley or Beckham on every team, but only playing one or the other and just playing one on my teams this week, this week on DraftKings. Again, DraftKings is $10 entry fee. You're beating, trying to beat out 117,000 people. Got to be very contrarian for that top prize. But if you can take home that six figures, that quarter million dollars, that's life-changing money. I can definitely use it. I'm guessing you probably are feeling the same way. Good luck. If I can't win it, you can win it. One of us, either the genius or the genius followers or the genius subscribers, can take home that top prize of money over on DraftKings and FanDuel. And good luck in your DFS and your season-long matchups. Hopefully you can finish the week out strong. We'll see you later this week. Have a great weekend. or I'm sorry, have a great week. And we'll see you later on the week 11 version of the podcast later this week. Have a good week. Bye-bye.